Welcome to the Fit and Field podcast, your go-to source for all things health and nutrition. Here we explore topics and simplify ideas that help you maximize your training, your nutrition, and optimize your health. I'm your host, Nikki Fit, a functional nutrition coach, a certified fitness expert, and a nationally ranked physique competitor. And I have helped hundreds of men and women just like yourself balance their hormones, find freedom with food, and truly create the physique of their dreams. Join us as we cover a wide range of topics, such as the latest research in fat loss and training protocols, healing the body through functional nutrition and gut health, and providing you with actionable strategies to help you achieve your fitness and nutrition goals. So sit back and relax and get ready to expand your your mind, challenge your assumptions, and discover something new. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fit and Fuel podcast. What is up, guys? And welcome back to yet another episode of the Fit and Fueled podcast. I am your host, Nikki Fit, and I am so glad you guys are tuning in today because on today's episode, we are going to talk about micronutrients and the importance of supplements and why we need them for optimal health. Now, supplements have become increasingly popular over the past few years as people are looking for ways to just boost their overall health and well-being. But with so many options available, it can be really hard to know what supplement is right for you and then how to actually use them effectively. So in this episode, we're going to cover a lot of topics. We're going to be discussing what micronutrients are, the role they play in the body, and then we're going to discuss how our food may not provide all the nutrients we need and how supplements can fill those gaps. We're going to discuss what vitamin deficiency is and the impact that it has on mental and physical health, why quality matters when selecting supplements, and then I'm going to give you my top three supplements to take for optimal health. Now, we have got a ton of impactful information in today's episode, so if you are ready to discover why supplements are an essential part of a healthy lifestyle, then keep listening. All right, so I wanted to start today's episode off by decoding the word micronutrients. I feel like there's a lot of confusion over this word, and it's often confused with the word macronutrients. Now, macronutrients refer to your fat, carbohydrates, and proteins that we get from our foods where your micronutrients are your vitamins and your minerals, and they are needed in much smaller amounts, but yet they are extremely important and essential for many, many, many bodily functions and have a huge impact in your overall health. Now, vitamins and minerals are different. Vitamins are organic compounds and they're made by plants and animals. And these compounds can be broken down by heat, acid, or fat. Where minerals, on the other hand, are inorganic. They exist in the soil and the water and they cannot be broken down. Now, vitamins are needed for energy production, immune function, blood clotting, strengthening teeth and bones, aiding in calcium absorption, maintaining healthy skin. It helps the body to metabolize protein and carbs and aids in brain and nervous system functioning and also can help prevent some cancers. Now that's vitamins. Minerals are also essential for the human body because they are responsible or help aid in the synthesis of hormones and different enzymes, your fluid balance or your electrolyte balance. They also help with muscle contractions and functions, including your heart. They support chemical reactions in your brain, your nervous system, and all also thyroid functions. Now we should get the majority of our vitamins and minerals from our diet and primarily that's coming from plants and animals. The micronutrient content of each food is very different. So it is best to eat a variety of foods to get enough vitamins and minerals. So some of the best sources of vitamins and minerals are going to be found in things like meat, poultry, fish, 
beans, all the colorful vegetables. I always tell my clients to eat the rainbow, carrots, sweet potatoes, spinach, kale, purple cabbage, right? The more color, the better. And then also some nuts, seeds, and vegetable oils. They are all going to contain our essential vitamins and minerals that we need to sustain life and have an optimal health experience. And something equally as important to vitamins and minerals are phytochemicals. Phytochemicals are chemicals made by plants and they are not essential to life, but they do have a positive effect on your health. Diets rich in phytochemicals are associated with lower risk of chronic diseases such as cancer and heart disease, and they're found in fruits, vegetables, beans, and grains. So moral of the story, guys, is eat real food. Now, I'm going to give you a couple different uh, sources of phytochemicals. Some of these you may have heard of before, some of you may not have. Um, So let's just go over those really quick. So one of the phytochemicals is called flavonoids, and they are found in things like blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, blackberries. Then you have carotenoids, which are found in orange vegetables such as carrots, sweet potatoes, winter squash. Then you have lycopenes, which are found in things like tomatoes. And you have isoflavins. That's just a fun one to say, isoflavins. And they are found in soy food products such as soybeans and edamame. You have reservatol, which you've probably heard of. When you think of that, you probably think of red grapes and wine and you would be correct. And then catechins is the other one and that is found primarily in tea. So a lot of phytochemicals have antioxidant properties. And even though they're not essential for your health, they definitely play a part in you having optimal health. So vitamins, minerals, phytochemicals, all are found in live foods. Think fruits, think vegetables, think beans, grains, meat, poultry, fish, all of that, all of the good stuff we wanna fill our plates with. Now, I'm a huge advocate of getting the majority of your vitamins and minerals from whole food sources, but as a society, we face a huge problem. And this is that modern intensive agricultural methods have really stripped our soil of nutrients and in turn lessen the amount of nutrients that's in our food. And there are really three main ways that our food gets stripped of nutrients. And we're going to talk about that next. So modern farming practices, food processing, and cooking methods all have an impact on the nutrient content of the food. So let's take a look at modern farming practices. So modern farming practices typically use pesticides and fertilizers, and this can lead to soil depletion. And then industrial farming practices like monoculture farming can also contribute to soil depletion and leading to the crops being less nutrient. Now, if you're not familiar with monocropping, what that is, it's the practice of growing the same crop on the same plot of land year after year. And like I said before, this depletes the soil and reduces the organic matter in the soil. The industrial farming practice often includes a rotation, but this rotation is just soybeans and corn. And technically because the two crops are in this quote unquote rotation, it doesn't get classified as a monoculture. However, this simple form of crop rotation does not provide the same benefit as complex systems of rotation does, which is when you have three or more crops that are rotated over the period of one year or longer. And additionally, you know, along with the modern farming practices, the long transportation and storage times that modern farming practices allow also can contribute to nutrient loss. 
So the second one on the list was food processing. And food processing can strip away vital nutrients. And what I mean by that is think about refining grains. When you refine grains, you remove the nutrient bran and germ and you leave behind just the starchy endosperm. And this can result in a decrease in fiber, vitamins, and minerals, what we're talking about today. And then also to note, when the fiber is removed from the food, it typically makes it a higher glycemic index food, which means it will spike your blood sugar more quickly. It can lead to increased hunger levels, blood sugar spikes and dips. And in the long run, if you ate a lot of processed food that's high on the glycemic index, it could absolutely contribute to metabolic diseases like type 2 diabetes. Now, the other one that we actually have a little bit of control over are the cooking methods. So the way that you cook your food can either enhance or reduce its nutrient content. Now, there are a few vegetables that when you cook them, it actually enhances their nutrient content. And those are things like carrots, spinach, mushrooms, asparagus, cabbage, peppers. And I think that's really, really cool because it actually makes their antioxidant supply go up, which is super neat. But for the most part, when we cook foods, it actually reduces the amount of vitamins and minerals. When you cook in a lot of water, think boiling, or if you cook in fat on a really high heat, think like deep frying and things like that, it absolutely reduces the amount of potassium and vitamin C. And while you can't eat everything raw, I totally understand that um, for multiple reasons, for taste, for you know texture, for digestion and, and all of that, it actually helps to cook food a little bit so it kind of breaks it down so we can digest it more easily. It's best to cook in just small amounts of fats, like a little bit of oil in the bottom of the pan or using a cooking spray. That's one of my favorites. I use a coconut cooking spray. Or if you're going to do water, just a very small amount of water and then try to reduce the heat exposure for as long as you can. You know, a great, great thing to do is just sauteing vegetables on the stovetop or steaming them. So those are really two great, great ways. Another thing too, when it comes to just trying to get the most nutrient dense food, I would say shop fresh, locally produced foods when you can. That is not always possible, however. So if it is not, then the next best thing is going to be frozen vegetables because they are usually flash frozen at their peak of freshness. So just a little hack right there for you. And then also too, the good thing about frozen vegetables is you can keep multiple things of them in your freezer and you always have vegetables on deck. So if you're ever short on time or maybe you've got some hamburger meat and you can make some burgers, you need a vegetable. Oh, I've got frozen broccoli. I can just pop it in the microwave and done. You've got a good whole meal. So now we know that the food that we eat greatly lacks nutrients, right? So I think we've kind of covered that. And now we know how important the vitamins and minerals are to the bodily functions. Remember, they build strong bones, teeth, They support our immune system, our nervous system, our hormone production. And so what do we do? What do we do when the food that we have access to, even if you're eating organic, even if you're eating fresh food, we still are not getting the proper amount of vitamins and minerals. And so really guys, the answer is supplementation. And supplements can help address vitamin and mineral deficiencies for sure. And they do this by providing concentrated amounts of these essential nutrients. It is unfortunate that our diet is this way, but it is important that we bridge this gap. So at the end of the episode, I'm gonna go over my top three supplements plus two bonus supplements that technically aren't vitamins and minerals, but I recommend to everyone. So stay tuned for that. Now, vitamin deficiency is a real thing. And I don't think it's something that people take very seriously. I think it's overlooked a lot, but I do think that we need to pay attention to it. Kids and adults alike are eating more and more ultra processed food and we're eating it as a society more than ever before. And ultra processed foods are things like soft drinks, chips, chocolate, 
candy, ice cream, sweetened breakfast cereals, packaged soups, chicken nuggets, hot dogs, fries, and the list goes on and on and on. Now, I'm not saying don't ever have a cookie because I love chocolate chip cookies. I love chocolate. I could not you know, go a day or, well, I can go a day, but I couldn't go a week without having some form of chocolate. Like it has to happen. Dark chocolate is my jam. But it's when you eat them day in and day out. You're not getting any vegetables. You're not really eating real food. You're eating this processed food and it lacks nutritional value. Just plain and simple. And you know, it's like we're fighting this uphill battle because it's like the fresh foods that we get are lacking nutrients. And then on top of that, we have all this ultra processed food, this fast food that's all around us. And like I said, it's an uphill battle that we are fighting. So the reason I really wanted to talk about vitamin deficiencies today is because so many people in the world struggle with mental health and physical health for that matter. And researchers are now making these correlations between people that have vitamin deficiencies and behavioral problems, things like anxiety, depression, problems concentrating. People are constantly sick with illnesses and that's because their immune system's not functioning properly because it doesn't have the vitamins it needs to support it. Um, Skin rashes and, and all sorts of different things. So if we're not eating whole foods, then we run the risk of becoming deficient and our body's not functioning the way they should. And you know, my heart goes out to some of these kids out there and and adults too, you know, think about most children and what they eat. You know, it's, it's the prepackaged snacks and it's this and it's that. And, you know, I have a nine-year-old son and I've seen the stuff they eat in the lunchroom and I am not impressed at all. It's pretty gross one and it's sad. So, you know, we're feeding our kids this plain food that's doing nothing for them from a health benefit standpoint. And then we expect them to not have anxiety, not have behavioral problems, right? There's this whole study, and I'm going to link the article um, to the to the bottom of the show. And it talks about vitamin deficiency and ADD in kids and all these different vitamins. They did them each at one time. They did like one study on zinc, one study on magnesium. And pretty much the conclusion for most of them were the same, which was after like a 12-week period, these kids, their hyperactivity and their symptoms got better because they were giving them the vitamins and minerals their body needed to function. If you have children or even if yourself, if you experience migraines, if you experience constant illnesses, depression, anxiety problems, you know, I would say take a look at your diet. Make a food log, right? I do that with all my clients. I always have them send me a food log when I first engage with them. But you can do this for yourself. Write down everything you eat for two days and then really do an honest self-evaluation. Like, am I getting three to five servings of fruits and vegetables a day? Am I getting any fruits and vegetables a day? Is my protein processed? Is it deli turkey or is it a chicken breast that I made myself at home? Like I said, that would be something that I would look into Versus running to a doctor to say, oh, I need medication. I would say, what can I do? What can I do to control what's going on? And I always think that food and supplementation is a really, really great place to start. Food is medicine 100%. So I do want to talk about some common deficiencies. There's seven that I'm going to list and I'll uh, run through kind of some of the symptoms of what that might be. So one big one here in America is calcium. And calcium deficiencies can manifest in numbness or tingling in fingers or even abnormal heart rhythm. Vitamin D was number two, and that can manifest in things like fatigue, bone pain, and mood shifts and mood disorders. 
Now, the cool thing about vitamin D is you don't necessarily need to supplement with it because we can get it from the sun. We can get it by sitting outside more and that could be done by going for a walk or taking a break in the middle of your day and going to sit outside for 10 or 15 minutes. While most of us probably do need to supplement with vitamin D, I do, there is another way to get it that is not a supplement. Number three on this list was potassium. Potassium deficiency can manifest itself as muscle weakness, constipation, an irregular heart rhythm. So iron is another big one and it can manifest in symptoms of fatigue, shortness of breath, cold hands and feet and brittle nails. Number five on this list was vitamin B12 and it can manifest itself with numbness, fatigue and swollen tongue. Number six was folate, fatigue, diarrhea, And number seven was magnesium. It could be loss of appetite, nausea, and fatigue. So it's so funny. It talks about fatigue, fatigue, fatigue. And I feel like so many of us are tired. You know, I talk to people all the time. I don't have energy. And what if a big part of your energy problem was just that you were deficient in some of your basic vitamins and minerals and you could literally take a multivitamin and greatly, greatly increase those levels. So I think it's worth considering if you are not currently taking one. Now, if you do decide to take any kind of supplements, I always recommend that you talk to your healthcare provider before you do, especially if any kind of pre-existing conditions where most supplements are 100% safe, you just don't know. And so if you don't feel comfortable taking it, once again, I would 100% recommend talking to your healthcare provider. Now, once you've spoken to your healthcare provider and you've made the decision that you want to add some supplements into your daily routine, there is something very important that you need to consider. And that is the quality of your supplements. Now, unfortunately, not all supplements are created equal and some have some really low quality ingredients and some potentially harmful elements in them, such as heavy metals, mold, bacteria, and residual pesticides. And just like I always encourage everyone to eat the highest quality food, think organic produce, wild-caught grass-fed pasture-raised proteins, we want to make sure that the supplements that we are putting in our body are of the highest quality and purity, and that is where third-party testing comes in. So what is third-party testing? Third-party testing is when an organization comes into a manufacturing facility and evaluates the dietary supplement and vouches for its quality. This third party is actually paid by the manufacturer to come in so they hire this service, but it's very important that your supplement company does this. Now, when the third party is coming in, they are checking for ingredient potency and accuracy, and then making sure that whatever the manufacturer claims is in the bottle is actually in the bottle. For example, if a company claims they have a recovery protein shake, a recovery formula that says that it has 15 grams of protein per serving, but the third party testing comes in and shows it only has 12, then that would be false labeling. Now, that's not necessarily the end of the world, but to me, the big thing that I think is the most important that they're testing for is the purity to make sure that there's not a bunch of heavy metals, to make sure there's not any mold, no bacteria, or very limited pesticides. In the world we live in today, a lot of our food is going to have a little bit of pesticides, unfortunately, even organic. You know, when you see the word organic on things, I'm pretty sure it's only like has to be 70% organic to actually get that organic label, which is once again, very unfortunate. But these third parties that come in are super, super crucial to making sure that the quality of what you're ingesting is there. 
Now, Harvard did a really interesting study. Harvard Health did an interesting study over 776 dietary supplements, and they found that over 20% contained multiple unapproved ingredients. But then surprisingly, after the study came out, the FDA only announced recalls for about half of these supplements. So the FDA has rules and regulations around supplement companies, but it is not as strictly enforced or regulated like the pharmaceutical industry is. So unfortunately, that is the lay of the land and where we are now. Um, Hopefully in the next few years, you know, that will change. So where does this leave us, right? This leaves us with needing to know how these products are tested and who are these third parties that are coming in and which ones are the most reputable. So the biggest one, the most reputable one is the NSF. And so when you are looking for a product, you want to make sure that they are NSF certified. So that's the third party. And you also want to ensure that their NSF listing shows that they are a GMP stamped facility. So GMP stands for good manufacturing process. And this is a system that ensures products are consistently produced in a controlled environment according to specific quality standards. In essence, this means that the facility handles the products and manufactures them in a safe and controllable manner. Now, I'm going to actually make this really simple for you guys because I'm going to put a link in the show notes of the NSF certification list. It's going to list all the companies, it's actually quite long, that have their up-to-date certification. And this link is really cool. I highly recommend you save it because it is updated daily. And there is just a huge influx of companies coming onto the market. You see it on social media, all these new companies popping up left and right. And you've got to make sure that before you put something in your body, that it has been tested so you know exactly what you're getting. And in my opinion, if it's not on this list, you should not take it. My personal favorite company and the company that I recommend to all of my clients that I personally use have been using for years and years and years is a company called Thorn, Thorn Research Labs. And they are a US-based company out of North Carolina and their brand promise is all about quality and purity. They do have their third-party testing certifications from the NSF and they are a GMP stamped facility. And one of the really cool things about Thorn is that at any given time, their nutrition supplements and products are being tested in clinical trials around the world. They collaborate with independent researchers and these independent researchers help them scientifically confirm the efficacy and the safety of their products. They collaborate with institutions like John Hopkins, the Mayo Clinic, Duke, Columbia, Emory University, and the list really goes on and on. I highly recommend you checking out their website and going to their About Us page so you can read all this, the different people that they collaborate with. They also collaborate with different sports teams and different U.S. national teams, such as the U.S. triathlon team, rowing, rugby, and that's just to name a few. They're also connected with the UFC, CrossFit, and the CrossFit Games. So once again, I love Thorne. I personally use them. I've been recommending them to all of my clients for years and years and years. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a link in the show notes to Thorne. And if you order anything via this link, you'll automatically get 10% off. And then if you order again and use the email that you put in at checkout, there's automatically a 10% discount associated with your email address forever. So the other thing that's really cool about the Thorn website that I really hope you spend some time diving into is just the research and the education that they have on their website. It's awesome. I still weekly 
go on their website and just read. They're always posting new articles. It's fascinating research. It's cutting edge research. So once again, Thorn is my absolute favorite. Check out the link below and get that 10% discount when you order. Now, where do we start? Where's a good place to start? Let's say you're not really taking anything or maybe at one point in time you took some supplements, but you've kind of fallen away from it. Where do you begin? Well, I'm going to give you my top three and these aren't the only three you should take, but this is a really good place to start. And these are vitamins and minerals. And then I'm going to give you two more supplements that I also believe are really crucial to help, but they're not necessarily technically vitamins and minerals, but I do think they're important. So I want to list them as well. All right, guys. So my top three are going to be a multivitamin, magnesium, and vitamin D. Now, a multivitamin is just going to cover all your basics to ensure that your body has all the micronutrients it needs to thrive and help us with our longevity and aging gracefully. And I think that everyone, all age groups should 100% take some form of a multivitamin every day. Um, once again, I'm going to tell you the products that I use, the ones that I like. I like Thorne's Basic Two a Day. It's two capsules once in the morning. It's just super simple. So number two is going to be magnesium. Magnesium is involved in hundreds of biochemical reactions in your body. And in fact, it is found in every cell of your body. And each of these cells need this mineral to function. One of its main roles is to act as a cofactor. Think of this as a helper molecule. And it's involved in more than 600 reactions in your body. And these include energy creation, converting food into energy, protein formation, creating new proteins from amino acids, gene maintenance, which is helping create and repair RNA and DNA, muscular movements, such is think muscles contracting and relaxing. It also helps your nervous system and it helps it regulate the neurotransmitters, which your neurotransmitters send messages all throughout the body, brain, and nervous system. Magnesium also helps in digestion. It can help people that have frequent migraines. It can also help combat depression and has been shown to aid in sleep. Now, once again, I'm gonna give you my favorite brand, my favorite product, and that's gonna be Thorns Magnesium Citrumate. And the reason I like that is it's two different magnesiums put together. It's a combination of magnesium citrate and dimagnesium maltate, both which are very well absorbed forms of magnesium. So once again, number two is going to be magnesium. Number three on my list is going to be vitamin D. Now vitamin D is a fat soluble vitamin, and it has long been known to help the body absorb and retain calcium and phosphorus, both which are critical for building strong bones. Also, laboratory studies at Harvard have shown that vitamin D can reduce cancer cell growth, help control infections, and also reduce inflammation. Now, you can get vitamin D from the sun, but most of us do not get the recommended 15 to 20 minutes a day of sun exposure. So I do think it is a very, very wise idea to supplement with vitamin D. The vitamin D that I would recommend is once again going to be Thorn or really guys, any vitamin D that has the NSF certification and also is GMP stamped. I typically go for the vitamin D 10,000, but once again, you can do some research on your own and make the decision on what you think is best for you. Now, the next two supplements that I'm going to discuss are not technically vitamins or minerals, which has been the topic of our discussion today. But I do believe that they are critical to your overall health. And that's why I want to discuss them. Both you've probably heard of before. And the first one is going to be a fish oil. Fish oil is such an important add-in to our daily life. These 
omega-3 fatty acids help maintain and balance the inflammatory response in the body. It helps with brain and cognitive function. It helps maintain healthy nerve structure. It's also an, an essential neurotransmitter in the body, and it also can help produce positive mood. Fish oil, you can Google it, you can do some research, you can go on Thorne's website and read about them as well. It has so many benefits in the body. One of the biggest ones that I love is just the inflammation marker. A lot of us get fatty acids in our diet, but a lot of us also have an imbalance of omega-3 and omega-6, and omega-6 being a little bit more inflammatory, and these are gonna be more of your omega-3s, and it's going to help just balance that out, once again, helping with inflammation in the body. The one I recommend is gonna be Thorne's Advanced DHA. It's the one that I take. It's one I've been taking for years. I truly, truly love it. So go check that out. And the second non-vitamin and mineral on this list is going to be a probiotic. I'm sure you guys have heard of that before. You can get probiotics through things like yogurt and fermented foods, but not all of us tend to eat these foods on a regular basis. So I do believe that it's very, very important to add this into our daily routine. Your probiotics can help your body digest food. They can help balance out the good and bad gut bacteria and can keep bad bacteria from getting out of control and making you sick. They also can help produce vitamins in the gut and they help support the cells that line your gut and prevent the bad bacteria that you may have consumed through food or drinks from entering your blood system. They also can help break down and absorb some medications. Now, there are three common signs of someone who absolutely needs to take one. And the first one, this is probably going to be everyone out there. If you have recently taken antibiotics, I highly recommend that you take a probiotic. If it is something that you just do for a little while, I would love to see you take it all the time. But when we take antibiotics, it wipes out our bacteria in our gut. And so we need to reseed and put it back into our system. So a lot of countries actually will write a prescription for an antibiotic and also give you a probiotic to take with it because doctors know that it wipes out your gut bacteria. So like I said, if you've been taking antibiotics or have taken or are currently taking, go add in a probiotic to your diet or even just eat some yogurt. Cover your bases, guys. Also too, if you find that you're constantly getting sick, then I would say look into taking a probiotic. So much of our immune system comes from our gut. And if we have a dysbiosis, which is an imbalance of good and bad gut bacteria, we can get some sickness chronically, right? It might just be colds here and there or you know nothing necessarily major. But if you're constantly getting these colds and you're constantly getting sick, that is a sign that your immune system is suppressed and one of the best ways to elevate your immune system is one, going to be eating real whole foods, taking your multivitamins, taking vitamins and minerals, and also adding in a probiotic. And then also too, if you have skin issues, whether it be acne or rashes or dry patches of skin, or maybe you just feel bloated all the time, I would highly once again recommend taking a probiotic because you might have an imbalance in your gut and taking a simple probiotic can 100% help that balance out. So I am going to recap all of the vitamins and minerals that I just discussed in the show notes. So take a look at that. There will be links to them. And you can also go on and read some more information about them. So I think knowledge is power, guys. So I highly recommend you doing some self-study. You know, if there's anything that particularly stood out to you on this episode that you want to learn more about, check out the show notes, click on that particular supplement and give it a read. Now, I'm just going to summarize the episode, a couple of the takeaways. And uh, yeah. 
that, we'll wrap this guy up today. We learned today what micronutrients are. Micronutrients are different than macronutrients. Our micronutrients are our vitamins and minerals, where our macronutrients are our proteins, fats, and carbs, and those are very often confused. Now, vitamins are organic substances, which means they're made from plants and animals, where minerals are inorganic substances or elements, and they come from the soil, they come from the water. So they also will be in some of the foods we eat. Now, both vitamins and minerals help support overall wellness, but it's not always easy to get the full spectrum of vitamins and minerals we need through diet alone. And this is due to the modern day agricultural practices that go on in the world. And these practices like monocropping have depleted our soil of nutrients and nitrogen and therefore have left our food with less nutrients in them. So unfortunately, even if you are following a crazy healthy diet, you still may not be getting everything you need from your food alone. We also discussed that Americans, or really most people in the world now, we've kind of trickled out all over to the entire world, our Western culture has, that most of us are vitamin and mineral deficient due to eating highly processed foods. Remember, those are prepackaged foods, your cookies, your cakes, your breads, different things like that, your crackers. And then also too, that children and different studies have done in children have shown that some of their behavior problems stemmed from these vitamin deficiencies. And when they had the right vitamins and minerals given to them, their mood, their behavior, their ADHD actually improved. And guys, this could be as simple as giving your kids a gummy supplement. There are some good brands out there. Once again, looking for that NSF and GMP stamped. Unfortunately, Thorne, the company that I love so much, does not currently make a children's gummy, but I think that would be excellent if they did. But so, you know, just as it's important for us to take them, we need to make sure that our children are also getting a high quality multivitamin to fill the gaps that our food lacks in today's society. We also learned that the quality of our supplements matter and that we are looking for supplements and brands and manufacturers that have been third-party tested and they are NSF certified and they come from a GMP stamped facility. Remember in the show notes below, I'm going to put a link to the NSF so you can see the updated list. It's updated daily and you can see all the companies that have this certification. And then lastly, I shared my top three supplements for optimal health. And those were a basic multivitamin, magnesium, vitamin D. And then the other two bonus sups that I think that everyone should be taking is going to be some sort of fish oil and a probiotic. So that is a wrap on today's episode. And I Thoroughly hope you guys enjoyed the information that I provided for you today. If you found it beneficial, I'm going to ask you to do a couple things. First, subscribe and follow the podcast so you stay up to date on all the new episode releases. Also to leave a rating, leave a review. We'd love to get some feedback from you. And then also too, if you have anybody in your world that could benefit from this information, your friends, your family, your coworkers, your loved ones, please, please share this information. Knowledge is power guys. And I want to empower you guys to take control over your health. Once again, my name is Nikki Fit, and this is the Fit and Fuel podcast. I'm sending lots of positive vibes and energy out to you for the rest of your week. I hope it is a fantastic one, and I will catch you guys on the flip side. Uh-huh. 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 Uh-huh.